And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Dave DeFord. Join me and my buddy Seth Partnow and Mo DeKeel every Friday right here on the Athletic NBA Show for Nerder She Wrote, a podcast that attempts to look at the cutting edge of the NBA and the sport of basketball. Whether it's sports science, a deep dive on X's and O's, tales from the video room, or the next big thing in analytics, you can find it all every single Friday on Nerder She Wrote right here on the Athletic NBA Show. Join us this Saturday for an all-new episode of The Athletic NBA Show. Saturday Slam and Jam, hosted by me, Andrew Schlecht. I'll be joined by my co-hosts Alex Spears and many of the athletic beat writers that you know and love. We will recap the week of the NBA, play some NBA trivia, and just overall talk about the league that we love most. So while you're flipping your flapjacks, Tending to your yard or just sipping your coffee on Saturday morning, listen to Saturday Slam and Jam on the Athletic NBA Show. Want an easy way to stay up to date with the latest news and trends in the NBA? Listen to the NBA Daily Ding podcast Monday through Friday. Wake up and turn up the NBA Daily Ding to stay informed on all things NBA here at the Athletic and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Athletic NBA Show Monday through Friday on the Athletic Podcast Network. I do have a take. Point of contention. Uh, what are y'all talking about? Y'all hate me. Stop hating. Welcome to Point of Contention. Five subs, five minutes, five points of contention. I'm Zach Harper, Jade Hoy producing, coming up on the show. Lakers Suns, a Vince McMahon production. The Clippers, for some reason, not worried at all. Donovan Mitchell's upset. Refs ruining games and another in-season tournament. Let's get to our two fighters in this corner. Bay Area legend, new home owner, possibly a new desk owner, and author of two books about the Warriors dynasty, the one and only Marcus Thompson. Marcus, first off, happy anniversary with your lovely wife, but did the Warriors wait till the last game to tank? Uh, I'm, I'm, st- <laughs> I'm tanking my marriage, I'll tell you that much. That, that. Oh, yeah, you're potting you know with us saying? on your anniversary. Told, that can't totally be a good sign. I'm marriage right now, but you know what? Uh, <laughs> let, let's hope I get a good draft pick out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and in this corner, like, good. <laughs> Bay Area <laughs> suburban legend, author of the book, The Victory Machine, Ethan Sherwood Strauss. Ethan, I'd like a second opinion. Are we sure the Warriors... Didn't wait until the last game to tank. <laughs> uh, we are we are not sure, um, nor are we sure that Marcus just waited to the last moment to tank his marriage. And I would tell, I would tell, I would tell Marcus's wife. I was about to say her name. Are we allowed to? Like, are you one of those people where we can talk about yeah, the family nah, or you know mind. mention the family mind. names? I, I was going to say I was not laughing at that, and I was not taking that seriously. But then I remembered your wife, just like my wife. She's not going to listen all. to this. At she all. doesn't know. She doesn't know what we're talking about. <laughs> she has enough of us. Enough of us. So, you know, what are you going to do? Speaking of things in trouble, Jade, start the clock. Lakers in trouble? Psych! Psych! Pussy clock! In psych in 2021. Fellas, last night the Lakers <laughs> were very close to dropping game two of their first round matchup between the Suns. But they managed to survive. And just like that. Lakers still home court as they head back to L.A. for Game 3. Now, we'd be hard-pressed not to talk about Game 1, which was baffling for many reasons, notably in the fourth when LeBron outright flopped after a free-throw miss. Rowdy, Rowdy, Chris Paul playing the part of this to start the melee as he's pulling on arms and they're hip-checking and they're throwing guys into it. And then Montrez Harrell starts running in and just bowls over. Cameron Payne, who threw a basketball at Alex Caruso. And what you're going to do, you're going to take them itty bitty balls off the mic and just turn around and get him. Shoo, 
Shoe fly. Shoe fly. Because he swiped at a basketball because he threw a shoulder. All kinds of shit was going on in game one, to say the least. We tried to figure it out on the basketball buds. Jade, play the tape. I mean, I, I consider you a close friend. I would never put you in the, in the, in the uh, cross face crippler or anything of that nature and, then, and think Yo. that things are okay. You know what I mean? So that was it's interesting man. that LeBron's and uh, LeBron, LeBron and Chris Paul's relationship goes how it goes. So, Marcus, I'd like you to channel your inner Vince McMahon. The suit's a good start. What? What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Lakers, Suns. First off, I must say that I am the absolute wrong person to dive into wrestling. I haven't watched wrestling since Randy Macho Man Savage fought Hulk Hogan at the Oakland Coliseum. Like it's been since Coco Beware was the first black wrestler I saw. Like I'm, I'm old school with it, but. I can uh, I have this Shingo? vision of LeBron and Chris Paul all working this out like at, at one of their houses, right? Like, yeah, here's what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let's mm. turn the series up a bit, like and scripting it out. Like I can even see them working on that move where the arm gets locked in. And it's like, LeBron, you really got to sell it. You got to get down and sell it. And they're working on it like four or five times because this is what they do. It's It's kind of unbelievable that these dudes are friends. Like, practically family <laughs> and they're still in these like charades it's 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 kind of crazy it's super entertaining i love the phoenix backdrop too like the phoenix crowd is literally like it's a great, wwe yeah. crowd like they are so lit amazing. about this yeah. so it, it's yeah. kind of incredible well i uh, what, what i like the most about that play ethan when lebron gets hurt is because there's a scuffle elsewhere on the floor LeBron had to no. He had to stay down. He was like, "Hold on, nobody sees that." Stay down. He's like, "Yeah, come back here." I'm fucking flopping (laughs) over here. Like, what are we doing? And and it seemed like a dirty play from Chris Paul, but at the same time, it's not LeBron who's vocally mad about it. It's Vogel, and then it's all through proxies. That's what's funny about it. It's that LeBron and Chris Paul are not really prominent in the arguing over it it's their goons just like hockey goons fight it out we're watching Vogel and Monty Williams fight it out over LeBron and Chris Paul because they themselves do not want to face in rhetorical combat but as an aside on the Phoenix crowd I'm used to that Phoenix crowd having a big contingent of Laker fans it it sounds very Phoenixy you know I, I don't know if it's maybe the restrictions or whatnot but it is Perhaps you think Arizona has restrictions. I I don't know what's going on. Very. I don't hear too much. I don't hear too much, uh, too much Lakers going on in that crowd. So that's a surprise. That series though is already incredible as unfortunate as Chris Paul's injuries are. Um, it has added this weird drama. It feels like campaign, uh, has a potential Dragic moment. Uh, he's got the black eye right? Like he's ready. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he could seize the moment just like Dragic did when Steve Nash was maybe a little bit compromised. And then, whoa, where did this where did this guy come from? Um, Although it did seem like he went from feeling himself uh, at the appropriate amount to towards the end of the game, maybe a little too much and maybe taking over a little too much. But that series is fascinating. I mean, it has completely been egg on my face because I was saying that I thought that the Suns should be favored and the Lakers had a steely veteran win. But I do wonder if the Suns were trying to work out how to play with Chris Paul so compromised and then kind of figured out how to do it. But then they'd already gotten in too big of a hole to really – uh, to really hang on and, uh, and and close that one out. And so maybe the big decision going forward is can the Suns have enough with just campaign and it's just a, it's a war of attrition and you'll see how healthy AD and LeBron are. I just don't think it's uh, I don't think it's over by any stretch. Well, if if Chris Paul can only play with one arm, should he be playing? Marcus? I don't think so. I, I don't I don't know how you can. He's certainly guardable that way. Like, I mean, you know, he, he's probably a little bit unguardable with two hands, but one hand, I think you could probably manage him. Uh, but the real worst part mm-hmm. is like he's kind of I don't want to say useless. He just he, his value declines when he doesn't have the ball. And if he just might not be able to dribble, right, like if he just forgets about mm-hmm. it and dribbles with his right hand and the ball mm-hmm. goes sprawling, like that's a problem. If he could play more off the ball, then I'm like, OK, let's find find a use for him and that maybe that's possible maybe maybe you go point booker maybe you go Mikhail Bridges point and see if uh, Chris Paul can get some off the ball action he's got to be on the court though because we need all of this this is you know LeBron is all in 
with the show. Like KCP didn't take a shot and he ran over to him and now he created a meme. Yeah. Like he's in KCP's face. I want you to shoot it. Like LeBron is in full HBO the shot mode and you gotta Anthony Davis kicked Jay Crowder. Yeah, in the dick. I mean, like it was oh, we yeah. gotta have Chris Paul to start in this. off the game. We gotta have Chris Paul. That's in like this. a new that's a new version of no layups, no dunks right there. We, that we, is a we, new we, version of that. You know, it's sometimes just, sometimes you land in the landing zone and sometimes the landing zone lands lands in you you know it's just uh, that's what happens we, that it is will be an uh, injustice an if chris paul can't partake in the epic production that will be this series like look if if anything was going to cause a rocky montage of training and getting better to be more active in this series for chris paul it's seeing one of his teammates get kicked in the nuts yeah. no, it's, now it's yeah. go time now he's like oh no 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 not that that's I think, not going to be the last I, I, nut I, kicking I, 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 and I don't think Anthony Davis meant to do it, to be clear. I think sometimes when we see things in slow motion. Who the fuck shoots like that? What do you mean? You shoot oh, like that Oh, now. man. Yeah, they're all doing they're the all leg doing kick. It. I mean, he might have meant to kick the leg. I don't think he has the accuracy to shoot and simultaneously He looked like he was kick. promoing Cobra Kai season three. Like, that's what it looked like. <laughs> I mean, look, if he is able to do that, it speaks poorly of him morally, but speaks well of him as an athlete. I mean, that is I mean, he could have been he could have been showing off the shoes. Great, great way to promo the shoes. Yeah, one great show. Although that's another aside, because they spotlit the shoes as some sponsored content. And I thought to myself, man, I love all those Kobe shoes, but any shoe on a big man just looks terrible. I don't know what happens. Like what's your yeah, yeah, what's what's the proportionality is off. It just yeah. yeah. It's not. Yeah, it's not it. It, it. Like I don't even know. I don't even know what to make of it. It's just I, like it's it's food. It, it, when the portions are too big, there's just something that's like I don't want. I don't want that much cheesecake. That's weird. Like you know. I like uh, the idea. <laughs> I like. I just saw a man versus food yesterday where a guy had to eat a three pound piece of. <laughs> key lime pie and his Ugh. reward was a regular size piece of key lime pie <laughs> uh which didn't that seem right like but torture. um i love the idea that ethan was on the fence of whether or not anthony davis was a great athlete until he shot a jumper and kicked jay crowder in the dick and now it's he's a, like you know what a he's cla- a great athlete that's he's a classic that- skip bayless turn of <laughs> i used to think that anthony davis was a stiff a big man who didn't have the coordination that many of the smaller players did. Until he kicked Jay Crowder in the stiff. <laughs> I thought Jay Crowder was a on, the, on the production. I was like, oh, Jay, no, Jay oh, caught the bug. He's in it. And then I saw, I was like, oh, my, my oh, bad, Jay. Chris, Chris went up legit. to a pregame and said, look, I can't do as much because of the arm, but I'm going to need you to take one here. I, man, I just enjoyed that game, though. That, re- that, that was great, series, man. It's that incredible. series really feels like basketball's back and the playoffs are back. And I love I love that it's a grind. I love that it's some 1990s uh, Eastern Conference playoff score and pace. And uh, it just seemed like the Lakers had a better plan of attack. I know our, our buddy Rob Mahoney wrote about how the Lakers didn't test Chris Paul in game one, despite him being compromised. And you could see that they did have a plan for testing him and putting the pressure on him in game two. And conversely, it seemed like Phoenix didn't really have a plan for what to do if Chris Paul wasn't himself. Uh, mm-hmm. Booker had that flurry that kept them in it later on, but he didn't assert himself enough at the beginning, it would seem, as Reggie Miller was pointing out. Um, and then additionally, I hated how they were guarding LeBron in the first half. I might have to go back and watch how they did it, but I mean, LeBron's a little bit compromised. They should probably be challenging him to score, and it, they they throw this help at him, and that's that's what he wants. That's what yeah. he wants to do. Here, he's so here's how good. compromised LeBron is. Ethan and I both wrote articles about it. That's how bad his his com- bad his compromised ankle is. Yeah, he's so and he's compromised fadeaways, that turn around fadeaways on the baseline. <laughs> I mean, he's he's incredible. That's it's the crazy. thing. He's he's so incredible. I mean, he's yeah. doing a lot of what he's doing from a stationary position. I don't think. There was a whole lot of LeBron coast to coast last night. He had a couple of dunks. He hadn't dunked in three games, but he had a couple of dunks. But it was like, you know, pick six kind of kind of dunks. You know, he's right. not really putting that pressure on the defense. I think Phoenix overhelped on him and allowed him to do what he does best, which is to pick a defense apart when you send help at him because he is the size and the vision. So, you know, they really did rally back, but it seemed like they had made some they had made some miscalculations perhaps in the beginning that put them in the hole and then immense credit to the lakers uh just just steely veterans those would lakers, you man. would you it's, have uh, booker like set booker up to match up to take lebron 
Mm. Hell no. You don't, you don't, you don't believe in book like that? Too I'm much foul trouble. trouble. No. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Book's a good defender, but he's giving no. up like a hundred pounds No, I want Booker going yeah. at LeBron, like getting LeBron on him. Oh, you want... Oh, try! Yeah, oh, that's absolutely. A, oh, I think no, you meant no, Booker no, no, guard. No, 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 for sure. I feel like I feel like that's what they need to do next. It's like, all right, let's get LeBron yeah, in a pick yeah. and roll and have Booker go at him. It's gonna require Booker yeah. to, you know, Booker's gonna have to dig. Oh, he's got that Booker. Booker, no, can he can score, score but he's he got to attack. Yeah. He can't be settling. He can't like get passive like he did. He's got to look at LeBron like food. Game one, he was putting Caruso on. Yes, skates. he was. Like he's, he's I need up him for to it. do yeah. that. He, he's for up LeBron. For like, you know what I'm saying? I do feel like that. I feel yeah, like that's the counter Phoenix seem, needs to do right there. They need to put that pressure on him. It, it, yeah. it really seems like that. And maybe it won't work. Maybe LeBron will go, "Hey, my ankle feels great. I got the shot in it." And but they they they've got to do it. That's I think <laughs> yeah. what they've got to go for. And no, the the basketball in L. A. is great right now. Or is it? Take oh, two. Look at that. What? Look at that. Me worry. Meanwhile, while everyone was watching Lakers Suns, the Clippers dropped another one to Luka and the Mavs, 127-121, with the Mavs heading up 2-0 back to Dallas in the NBA TV series. For the second straight game, Clippers had no answer for Luka Doncic or Getting on national television. <laughs> Luca went what? for 38, 7, and he 7. Like they played on Lifetime. Lifetime has a gotten better way way bigger distribution than NBA TV. <laughs> Look, Guy Fieri just got $80, 80 million, million dollars for three, three years, years to be on right. food, food Network, and Kawhi Leonard and Paul George can't get on TBS or True TV. <laughs> you can't cut into Impractical Jokers for three hours on True TV to get a little bit more exposure for this. Uh, this Dude, they're not even on the Hulu series. Sport. They're not even on the Hulu Sports package that has of all the games. Of course not. You can't stream <laughs> NBA TV. All right. <laughs> Lakers have lost five straight playoff games dating back to last postseason. Kawhi Leonard says, but then he actually says, it's not magic. You got to come out and play basketball. Pandemic P, Paul George, on his level of concern, there is none. It's a competition. We got to rise to the occasion. The fact of the matter is, if we don't, we're done for. There is no level of concern. Ah, the nuance and hypocrisy. Oh, my goodness. What a dumb quote. Ethan, what is the level of concern for the clip show? I mean, it's immense. I mean, have we seen evidence they can guard Luca? Is, is that happened? Ethan, you call us too, Ethan. Just not like. well. <laughs> uh, look, at a certain point, if the NBA Cares initiative is real, mm. they're going to create an anti-bullying campaign that tar- targets Luka Doncic for what he's doing to Patrick Beverly. Because, look, we can all laugh at Patrick Beverly. But it's fucked up to do this to another grown man. All right. It's yeah. not right. It's not cool. It's not cool. Um, I feel I do feel a little badly when he's mocked for being small. Like part of me does go, like, hey, he can't control that. Pat Beverly can't control oh, that. No, man. He kind of bring it on himself. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Patrick Beverly feels like the one person this might be cool for. <laughs> yeah, maybe he deserves it. Uh, but it's hard not to see a normal sized individual out there as your as your representative when you're watching the game and to feel it on some level when the big bully uh, mocks him for his impotence. So, yeah, you know, I, I it look, what are they supposed to say? They can't say we're panicking. Um, they can't say we are worried. They but, can't say that. Can't they can't like, say we're, we're you worried. Know what, you what know you what? I loved how Don Nelson, I loved how Don Nelson in the We Believe run and between drinking his Coors Lights would say, uh, we're probably going like, to lose. They got way more talent than we do. <laughs> but that's the thing. The Clippers don't have less talent necessarily. They're um, way more talented than Dallas. And I don't mean that as a, as a yeah. knock on Dallas. Dallas is a good team. The Clippers, Clippers have more talent. Loaded. Yeah. They're not. They're, 
they're not making the adjustments. They're not playing good defense. The Hardaway starting is, I think, a good adjustment by Carlisle. Uh, they're just, I mean, they're just getting beat. And I mean, I don't see how the situation, it, it's weird that this one's on NBA TV because it does seem like a situation where the stakes are large uh, for that particular for that particular team. And America needs to see it. We need to see the drama unfold because, I mean, how the hell is that thing going to hold together if they get well, bounced around one like this? Good news, Ethan, because ESPN's got game three in Dallas. So there you go. Listen. In Dallas. Here, here's my big criticism. If Paul George is going to go the Hakuna Matata route, he's got to smile, right? You, 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 you can't be sounded. Did you just hit Paul George with the, the you got I'm just saying, he's out here like, we ain't got no more? worries. What? But he looks like he's depressed. He's like, head down. You know, you got to be like, you got to sell the bit, PG. Like, oh, it's all good. You know, you go with the, we ain't got no concerns. Like, look like you don't have no concerns. Know, That's part of the problem. I don't know. He's already. He, he should, he should he, go that route because ESPN's having uh, their Disney and Marvel promos incorporated in the NBA action. I'm just saying, like, sell what, the if, bit. what if he sounds what if he sounds sad, but Captain Marvel's just flying around his head, blowing up bad guys like what if we did that? Be, be, just get Brie Larson in there saving the day. Be great. I, I feel like that's part of the problem, though. The fact that there isn't any like who's going to rally this team. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Like, who's going to get them together? Who's going to lead them? Well, that's the thing. Because Paul George is the spokesman. What are we doing? How much money is Ty Lue going to stuff in the ceiling in in Dallas? You know, how much how much does he need to do that? Like he did at Oracle Arena to send the message to the Cavaliers that we're coming back here. So we're all putting money in the ceiling right now. I think he's got to he's got to up the ante. There's got to be more valuables. You know, like maybe somebody's dog needs to be put in that ceiling. I don't know what. One (laughs) hundred percent. So he had somebody go back and get that cash, right? <laughs> Maybe. He had to have. We got to ask Windhorst. We got to check in with McMiniman. <laughs> How much cash oh, was it? I mean, if it was it. $5, what are we doing, right? Like, it was, th- I think it was thousands. Yeah. I think it was thousands. Do of NBA players serves. carry Fact fives? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't think they have Coaches that. do. I mean, it's like that picture of. <laughs> It's that picture of, of Puff Daddy sitting courtside looking at a $1 bill hey, like it's an a, alien. A, a like, coach, coach keeps a five on him. What you mean? A coach? <laughs> looking back, Marcus, Marcus, now I'm thinking about it. If we had heard about that back in that day because we were obviously covering that series, do you think that anything bad would have happened to us if we just went into the visitor's locker room? It was open all the time when nobody was in there. And we just like we knew about it. We took all that money. I mean, I, I feel like it, that's not even hey, stealing, 1, right? If you no, leave no, your no, money, let me tell you something about one hundred percent stealing. That's one hundred percent stealing. Let me tell you about stealing. East Oakland. That's, <laughs> that's not your one thousand percent. There was somebody who was working that locker room who was from East Oakland who heard and saw it. And if they put that money up there, that went to the people. <laughs> Absolutely. It went to somebody who worked at the Coliseum. No question. There's like, oh, hey, man, they just put thousands of dollars at the top. You know that ain't coming back, right? <laughs> I just, I, I, I wish we had known about it. I mean, it would have been a nice heist. It would have been like Ocean's Eleven, but way easier. Way easier. You, just like, Marcus, here's the plan. Oakland's we go to the locker room. And we just go up and we just grab the money and then we leave. And that's the whole thing. You think Joe Lacob looked for some of that money? Uh, just went over there during last season when there were no fans in the stands and just like saying like, hey, that's fine. Like a couple thousand laying around uh, Chase Center, you know, Rick, we're we're beating every bush. We're exploring every option and we need to send somebody to go back to the stadium and get the money. I mean, my, my lake up imitation is very niche, you know, my lake up and Raymond Ritter imitation is a very niche <laughs> character who most people do not know, do not know about, have not encountered. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Ty Lue, Ty Lue's got to up his uh, stash, his stash game, I think is what has to happen for the Clippers to get back into this. I do like, I don't know I, what would motivate them at this point. I do like the, but I do think you limp a little bit through your. Joe Lacob impersonation. I do. Speaking I of limping, take three. Oh. 
Donovan Mitchell's getting upset. Donovan Mitchell said Monday he was, quote, definitely frustrated and upset, end quote, with the late decision to scratch him from Sunday's playoff opener against the Memphis Grizzlies. Jade, play the tape. The biggest thing for us is moving forward. Like We lost game one, and we got to handle. You know, excuse my language, but we got to handle going forward. You know, I felt like I should I should have played. That's what, I mean, to be honest with you, I feel like that's that was, it's no secret. We all know that. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, the experts said no. Utah dropped that game and played last night after this recording. So who knows what the hell happened? But I bet something cool. The master of innuendo, ESPN's Brian Windhorst, said on his podcast, I'll tell you this. Donovan's relationship with the organization was damaged this week. Early on in the recovery process, he was not recovering well, and and so he stopped working exclusively with the team. Mm. So he brought in his owner, his own trainer, to begin rehabbing with the trainer. Uh, Sam Amick and Tony Jones have been reported on this. Mitchell signed a five-year extension worth up to one hundred and ninety-five million dollars with the Jazz last offseason. So, as we've got a little bit of uh, he said, my trainer said going on with Donovan and the Jazz. And we got a lot of good reporting of it coming out of uh, multiple outlets, including our own. Marcus, can new partial owner and avid Salt Lake City golfer, if you've been on Instagram, Dwayne Wade, save the day? Or is Mitchell just another disgruntled star that's a pack in his bags? Not only can Dwayne Wade save the day, he already has and will. Wow. Because when you watch this, Wait, by the time you hear this. Will. What? Yes. He already will and has. Should it be in that verse order? No. It, it's he has, the other. He has <laughs> saved them for this situation. Okay. And he will <laughs> save them from future like, situations. Like, uh, there we go. I love that. My brain started breaking right there. There we go. Dwayne Wade will cause Dwayne. a rift Wade in the time-space continuum. Dwayne Wade has saved this situation already. Mickey Harrison uh, is against time travel, hence why he still has a cruise business and why they didn't couldn't come to an agreement for ownership of the heat. Yes. And I think he are he already intervened. Uh but here here's the irony of it. I, I do believe this might be Ethan, this might be the Rick Celebrini rule. Right? Mm-hmm. Like everybody's terrified <laughs> to play players now, right? Because you don't want to be the training staff that put your player out there and he get yeah. and he gets hurt more. I don't understand why if a player is so mad that he couldn't play, why he didn't play in the first place. Uh mm. but this is what Wade this is what Wade can do. This is where his value will be. Like, yo, he can talk to Donovan. Who else on that team can talk to Donovan? They already came through the Rudy Gobert situation, so reconciliation just happens in Utah. So sure. I don't. I, I feel like this will be fine. Dwayne Wade has got this, and if he <laughs> doesn't have it, then all he's got to do is call his wife, who's also an expert at this. Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union has got this. She's got Trust Union in her one. last name. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of unions, happy anniversary, Marcus. 20 years. Yeah, congratulations. 20 years. Man, I I got marriages older than some of your kids. Well, sometimes to stay married, maybe you have to tell a little lie here or there. Should Dwayne Wade lie to Donovan Mitchell and tell some yarn? Always lie. Some yarn about, remember he got that really bad, was it a shoulder injury Mm -hmm. that knocked him out of the playoffs that one year back with the Heat? Way back. He should tell some story about, you know, it wasn't right. There was something wrong. Pat didn't want me to play. Uh, the organization didn't want me to play, but I thought I knew better. And I went out there. And here's this picture of me looking dejected, getting wheeled out of there in a wheelchair. He's got to scroll through Getty Images to find us. <laughs> I know, right? He got to hit him with the PowerPoint presentation. He got to hit him with the look. This was all designed to make you a hero look what happened we knew we yeah. knew they mm-hmm. were gonna lose mm-hmm. without you we were setting it up they think this is rudy gobert's team uh-uh. we just no. what we, we set this up so now you get to come in and be the 2021 pandemic willis reed how you like yeah. that doesn't that doesn't that look good doesn't that look good yeah now that, that, then you gotta explain to him me. who willis reed is because he's like 24 years old yeah you probably do <laughs> yeah, have to yeah. explain it too. <laughs> <laughs>
Like Willis Reed, well, where, where he works. Ethan. Is Chris Paul, is Chris Paul uh, what you're talking about, Willis Reed, right now? Sorry. I'm just saying, but he's short. That's what I'm saying. That's a joke right there. Ethan, uh, this is now two. Count them two. Little skirmishes with the team in some respect with Donovan mm. in the last two years. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. I think it's time to start spinning the the old transaction wheel. Yeah, I mean, it's... That's just the league that we're in, and a lot of fans don't like it. A lot of fans say, don't agitate, don't try to get them out of there. But, hey, we don't, to quote Tim McMahon uh, when he was called a shit stirrer, I don't make the shit, I just stir it. He did that little motion. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes Tim makes the shit. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. He generates sometimes, it. Yeah, sometimes a little he, bit. <laughs> He conjures it. Well, yeah, and he will definitely be involved in the reporting on this particular Donovan Mitchell, Utah Jazz Mm. situation. I mean, they've got a good reputation as an organization. Uh, I think they make good hires behind the scenes, but it's hard, man. I mean, there there are more people to quote Paul Silas for another quote. NBA ain't no bowl of roses. Mm -mm. People are unhappy, usually unhappy. Things are usually going wrong or at least – Whatever happiness there is, people aren't really fulfilled by it. And it's one of the reasons why I, I've turned down every uh, GM job I've been offered to run an NBA Speaking team. of which, I, don't want I it. think I – you think you think I should get a bowl of roses for my wife today? Yeah. Oh, a bowl? Yeah, Nobody a bowl ever does roses. that. Bowl of roses, like just a yeah. bowl of roses, like in a bowl. I need a bowl like of a, roses. A bucket Stat. of roses. Get a bucket. bucket of roses. <laughs> like a tackle bucket. box. Yeah, like a bucket of yeah exactly. With with stucco box, in it. Right, like, yeah. yo, I've been holding this thing together. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. She's <laughs> like, I, I made this for you. It's a metaphor. Hey, Zach, because you're, stop gassing before I actually do it. <laughs> it's a metaphor. This bucket. Uh, this, this Zach, bucket, bucket of roses. You, you go gas me to do something, I'm going to look like an idiot. I'll be like, zero yo, Zach, my advice me. when we're on this podcast. Yeah. Zero. Bucket, it doesn't matter what we're talking about. Nah, dude, you're too convincing, man. I would have bought all the ads. And everything, yeah. like it's it's for you because you're beautiful, but you're real, right, and you're down yeah. to earth, and that's why th- these roses are in and a we're, bucket. And we're painting the picture of our life together. See, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, it's, and all I, she's gonna I, see is you telling me I need speak- more makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going exactly like speaking of buckets, Giannis yeah. Antetokounmpo <laughs> is well, a bucket. Speaking of roses, take four. Let's get to the Rose City. The old Rose Garden. What time is it? It's Dame time. Wait. Let's get to the replay center. Heading back out west where they will not let these fucking games stop. Oh, my God. Quit calling fouls. Quit going to the damn replay center. So we can find out that the Nuggets and Trailblazers are locked in at one and one in their series. Dame. The only reliable option for the tiny, tiny Blazers at 32 in game one, but fell short in game two, despite dropping 42 American points on the Nuggets. The referees completely destroyed the game in the third quarter with nonstop (laughs) calls, flagrant fouls that weren't flagrants. They teed up Nikola Jokic. They teed up a Portland Trailblazers assistant coach at one point, a total of 52 fouls Monday night. 52. That's how many cards are in a deck. Wow. And a joker. Notably, CJ McCollum for quote unquote pushing Facundo Campazzo. By the way, Campazzo almost fell into Nikola Jokic's knee as he flopped to the ground, to which I wondered, <laughs> what the fuck are you thinking? Bon replay. Wouldn't have done he any flopped, damage, by the way. Flagrant. <laughs> I know. Would have bounced right off the yellow legs. It wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. What else? He's so tiny. The replay in the NBA oh, no, does. That's a pretty big hit. How does, <laughs> how does it miss the obvious? Ethan, despite all these 
just brutal officiating moments. And I and look, it is not against the Blazers or the Nuggets. It's against that game so far. Ethan, mm. any chance the Blazers survive this time and repeat what they did a couple of years ago when they took down the Nuggets in seven games? Oh, yeah. I mean, with no Murray. I mean, with uh, with potent scoring from the outside, even if they are the Laputian, by comparison, the tiny, tiny Blazers, as you say. Um, yeah, I, I think that, that that series, as far as what I can see, is pretty even. I mean, the Blazers look pretty pretty damn dominant in game one. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I but I don't know. I This is an aside. I... <sighs> I, I don't want to get in trouble at work. I don't want to get in trouble at our institution. I hate doing these predictions, man. I hate doing them. I love them. They just reveal you me. You know why? Because they why? mean nothing. I get so many right and wrong, and it it's doesn't free matter. money. Just say whatever oh you want. God. It's Here's easy what you money predictions. Yeah, it doesn't Ethan, matter. There's Ethan, no penalty. You say a prediction on one podcast and then say the opposite on it. another, it's and you're covered. Point. Take it as yeah. I, I have to say. I, I don't know if we should be talking at a turn like this. Whatever I, I say zero on thought. the radio is I different than what I say thought. on the podcast. When, when I plug those in on our Slack channel... I give zero thought to it at all, at all. I put the heat down. I literally thought, ah, oh, Zach likes the heat, like for the last oh, baby, we're good. year they got killed. We're good I'm with the heat, man. Over my Are predictions. you kidding me? I'm, I'm yeah. up all night researching my predictions. By the I'm, way, I'm, Thursday night on Twitter, Twitter Spaces, it's me, it's Jay King. We're watching Heat Bucks Game 3 oh, from man. South Beach. Check With the most out. East Coasty man in the world, Jay King. He is. <laughs> like the anyone from Boston, he calls himself the kid. He calls himself the kid. It's incredible. Um, yeah, I just but to me, it's one of those Seinfeld I choose not to run scenarios because I have one great prediction associated with me, and that's in 2015, predicting the Warriors to win the championship. In order to create the illusion that I'm Straustradamus, I can't be making all these predictions that end up what? working out horribly. Like predicting that the Blazers would, would win the last game and the Suns would win the last game. I can't be doing this. This is hurting. Well, Ethan, hurting maybe the, if what you little, watched the games and paid attention, you could get that. That's right. kind of what help. Future. Like, uh, like a Dwayne Wade. I could see into the future and know what's going to happen while it's happening. So, no, it's, you know, the, I'm squandering whatever little respect people have for me with these predictions. Uh, that's my prediction. Huh? What? Marcus, what did, he, what did Ethan just say? I have, I, I have no idea. I, I know he, said, he said something about people respect him, and I, I think no, that I said not little. I was being, I was, uh, I was being <laughs> self-deprecating. Do <laughs> Don't you turn that? How dare you turn it into? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I, are we even doing? Blazers, Blazers, Nuggets. Is this the most predictable <laughs> seven-game series out of them all? Though, like, I Ooh, mean, this, really? Maybe this feels like this feels like they're gonna go back and forth. Right? Like the Blazers yes. are gonna. Look yes. incredible one game, and then the next yes. game, Denver Nuggets look insane. I mean, it really comes down to will Michael Porter hit his threes or not, right? Like that's that that that's kind of it. Yeah. I, I feel like Dame's gonna do crazy stuff. Jokic is gonna do crazy stuff. It's really about the other guys, and that's gonna fluctuate game to game, like where you are. This is this is a made seven game series, which mm-hmm. if you're Denver, is pretty scary because you know mm. what happens with Dame with the series on the line. But like, you, you know, have home court advantage. Yeah, you Game had it last time too. Oh yeah, shit, that's right. Yeah, huh? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Dame, this is what Dame does right here. Like you get him at the end oh, of a shit. series. Ethan, like I forgot, we're doing the Oakland yes, thing now. This that's is what, what he we're does. Doing. Yeah, that's so what right. we're doing. It's, hey, not, it's not that Marcus believes Wanda's any of this. It's just that, yeah, right. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to stretch the concession this out, ears I'm at Oracle. <laughs> The people stealing the money out of the ceiling from Ty Lue. <laughs> like some Robin Hoods of East Oakland giving it to the people. Man, they they, yeah, they bought turkeys and gave it to the people. That's what yeah. happened, right? That's good. Yeah, that's gave that's it to the school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like, definitely what happened. That's exactly what happened. Oh, or at I, least, I, at the very least, they smoke weed in public so everybody can get some medicine. Some right, locker right? room attendant. Some locker room attendant at American Airlines Arena in Dallas is going to listen to this podcast in about a week from now. They're just going to check. They're just gonna you check up. Just to. Check got up to. On like it's just like walking check. by back in the day. I know y'all don't know about this. Jay, they certainly don't know about this. It's like back in the day, you walk by just to tap the little the coin part of the phone. You oh, know, the I pay did phone. that. Just, Are you kidding me? Yeah, right. Absolutely did that. <laughs> yeah. Just to man. make sure it might be a quarter. Who knows? You never There's know. There's gonna be a guy Dime with a broom just just punching the linoleum like pop pop pop. Like is it there? Pop pop pop. Yeah. Is it there? Oh, 
Oop, that's a little heavy. Oh, oh, okay. They're gonna okay. they're gonna bring back JJ Bray and turn him into Ethan Hawk from uh, or Ethan Hunt from <laughs> Mission Impossible, just have him come down from the ceiling, just <laughs> suspended. Like I thought you were talking. I thought you were gonna make an Ethan Hawk training day reference where they uh, where, where they open up the floor after taking that dude out and they get all the money. <laughs> just Luca looks. <laughs> Luca looks at Jalen Brunson. Heard you like to get wet. Heard <laughs> <laughs> you like to get wet. <laughs> Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. <laughs> oh man all right speaking of bad yeah. ideas take five do we need another in-season tournament jesus christ man this is a heat check by the league according to espn hey man evan wash is on fire the nba is <laughs> eager to restart the conversation with teams and players about adding a mid-season tournament to the league's calendar this on the heels of a successful play in tournament original quote original Mid-season tournament proposals centered around a European soccer model event that would tie into the NBA's traditional schedule. The league had discussed an eight-team single elimination tournament that would be incentivized with $1 million per player payouts to the winning team. Sources said the NBA had discussed a scenario of pool play embedded into the regular season schedule to determine those teams advancing into the single elimination tournament. For the record... Nobody has ever successfully explained European soccer to an American. Marcus, <laughs> yay or nay on whatever the hell this sounds like it would be. I'm all in, baby. What? Let's do it. What? Yay. Whoa. Yay. Whoa. Let's get it. Listen. Do you think they're having the, the tournament the in East Oakland? What's going on here? <laughs> hey, Dame's going to win it. That's why. And y'all, y'all won't be able to hate off the fact that Neil O'Shea couldn't give him a championship roster, but when he wins this midseason tournament, mm. that's gonna be like a championship, and the town gonna have a really? title again. Let's go. Okay. I, I mean, look, what what are we uh, acting like? The NBA's current setup is infallible. Like, yes, try all this stuff. You you got some, you know, there's some issues that need to be solved. Like, we don't need to hold to the model that the Bill Russell Celtics had, right? Like, it's okay to try new stuff. If it don't work, guess who will be here to tell them it doesn't work? Zach Harper, right? Yeah. Spoiler but, alert, <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, I don't man. know. Y'all said the play tournament didn't no, work. And now gosh, no. The guy who comes up with these and concocts these uh, seemingly cockamamie schemes. They've been the last two have worked like the Elam ending when it was unveiled. I thought to myself, man, that sounds kind of goofy. I didn't say yes. so, though, but I thought it. I thought that sounds goofy. They put a that in the all star game. They've been put that in real games. And it's then coming, they created baby. the play in tournament. Baby. They created the play in tournament. And LeBron said, whoever comes up with it, came up with it, should be fired. People didn't. But then, hey, teams actually tried at the end of the year uh big audiences like it was a like it was a playoff game it was a big success evan wash right now is heating up he's on fire and the goofier and crazier the proposal it almost seems more likely to succeed at this point so if i was just looking at it objectively without this prelude I would probably go, no, don't do that. It's not European soccer. This midseason tournament's a bad idea. But now I'm going, I don't know. I want to see how this whole Evan Wash business plays out. I, I, I want to see it. I want to see how it goes. And then I can make my judgment. When else are the Knicks going to win a championship? <laughs> midseason wow. tournament, baby. Wow. Midseason tournament. When, when is Zion going to win something? Midseason tournament. Can we Let's talk go, about, like, look, all right. It's real quiet in here phenomenal trash talk by Trey Young yeah. but not when you yeah. have your finger between your eyes that's not a shush <laughs> that's not a shushy motion I know we're on a podcast medium right now so I'm at the it's at more the like will could, of, of that, Jerome Chang getting this footage and seeing me put my finger up above my nose and it looks way, like what it makes people did in the early aughts to call it, somebody it, a loser hey, like in the smash mouth all-star video Trey Trey is so incredible at the trolling he turned a shush 
into a crowd concussion test. Like mm. <laughs> he's just making he's like <laughs> like why was it so- it looked like a COVID test? Like, <laughs> like it was so far up his nose. It's just like I mean, yeah, that it was a especially at the steel shot. And it's all like these dude, new hawk your fans whole mouth is know, uncovered. Didn't know they had a team four years ago. All of a sudden, like oh, yeah. coming at me, like what do you mean that was great? No, the trash talk was great. The gesture was awful. It was awful. Mm. Well, let's not throw throw dirt on the grave of the Knicks. You're going to come back and win this series, maybe. I I, I like it. I like the presence of this. I want Atlanta to be a thing. What if Trey Young became this generation's uh, Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller, yep. I like that's that. what I want, yeah, baby. I like that's that. what I want, absolutely. For sure. Oh, that's what I, mean, I the want. The Knicks need some better players to keep it going. They don't really have a... Uh, what, what is Randall or you? No, they just need I mean, to pick a fight. They don't need better players. They just need to fight. They just need some... <laughs> they need to lay him out when he comes to the hole. They, right? they need somebody they to be rough. They barely lost that game. You know, no, yeah, they barely sure. lost that game. But you know, I, I kind of like the Charles Barkley analysis. I, I, it was very basic. Sometimes Charles Barkley has a common sense analysis, and I go, okay, he, he's invested. He watched the games, and his analysis that Hawks just have more weapons. I mean, I'm kind of I'm kind of with that one, kind of with that basic take. Yeah, but then in game two Wednesday night, something happened that we recorded before it happened. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Like, Hawks up yeah. too low, tied hey, 1-1. Hey, let me tell you, though, I'm— can we, can, can I make this prediction? Can I make mm-hmm. this prediction? By the time you listen to this podcast, Damian Lillard will be a star. Oh God! Well, Damian Lillard is gonna hit a game. What up? They don't even play tonight. What are you talking about? <laughs> right now, there's some guy in Chicago what? talking about Derrick Rose this way in the Knicks in the Knicks series. <laughs> well, actually, Derrick Rose is gonna come through. Uh, all right, so you guys are both tonight, for bad. this cockamamie midseason tournament. Hey, man, I'm telling you, wash. I'm for. Wash, I'm for giving it a try. Absolutely, I'm for giving it a try. Yeah, you got the the wash heat check. You've got to respect the wash heat check. That is my position on the matter. I would not support it otherwise. If you, how many midseason games idea. did you watch? Like, really, how many March games were you doubted for? You oh, didn't care about those games. Oh. Oh, you think yeah. that the power rankings just happen every week without me watching every single possession of NBA? You, you was more general. Possible? You was more general. We know that. Ooh, Zach this Harper is what it's about. You, you don't want your workload to be doubled. You're you don't want that. Literally, I don't want my workload <laughs> to be doubled. To go. You know, Zach. These power rankings—they're going like gangbusters. But can you do a mid-season I tournament power rankings edition? I want fewer weeks. I want fewer rankings. Next season, I'm just hey, ranking say, the top 20 top all that, year. And if you're not in the top a, 20, you're not in the NBA. Here's <laughs> a, here's an idea for Ewash. You get to add every team in this midseason tournament gets to pick a WNBA player. And you got to have a WNBA player on your team. And they got to guard each other. Boom. <laughs> that seems sexist. <laughs> what you mean? Why do they have to guard Who each other? Why can't they guard whoever they want to? Hey, maybe uh, I mean, it is, maybe it isn't, but it's yeah. the Ewash heat check, man. What? You, know, you can't question it. it. Yeah, sure, sure. Go ahead. Brianna Stewart, go guard Devin Booker. Got it. <laughs> I'm with Ewa- it. I'm with it. I just, want to include, I just want to include the WNBA. That's sure. All. I mean, yeah, we'll bring in the G League Ignite team as well, and they can be a part of this midseason tournament. Oh, are you saying <laughs> Are you saying the professional uh, women of the WNBA are... Are, are less uh, uh, appealing to watch than the G League. Ignite. No, I'm saying, saying I'm saying we'll bring in all the, the affiliates of the NBA. Let's have three teams play at once in one game, and we'll have four baskets, and you figure out where they're going. Sounds like fun to me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and, you know, for the third quarter of all games in the midseason tournament, they're going to play with a tennis ball instead of a basketball. Wash, heat, it's, check. It, if we talk long enough, it's going to turn into Rock and Jock, which I support. Bring back Rock and Jock. <laughs> By the way, Amino Hassan and I are trying to get on Legends of the Hidden Temple because they're rebooting that show. We're filling out an application. If you know any of the producers or casters of Legends of the Hidden Temple, send them our way. Mm. If you want to watch us embarrass ourselves in a competition show, that what used to be I meant for kids and they're making for adults now. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know what that is. I'll Just like when you guys are talking Olmec about right wrestling, in his big stone mouth. How about that? I have no idea what you're talking about. Look it Just up. Just like with the wrestling, I have no idea about wrestling. No idea about any of the guys. You know what I have an idea about? 
This pod is over. Thanks to Marcus Thompson, Ethan Sherwood, Strauss, Jade Hoy. I'm Zach Harper. Keep it locked in on the athletics. Subscribe to the athletics. Make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. Rate, review, do all that good stuff. If you don't want to hear it with the ads, subscribe to the athletic. Listen on the athletic where we take the ads off. Man, the heat, the heat are so bad that they have been. What are you talking about? We didn't. Did we? We're fine, Uh, baby. What do you mean? mean, We we didn't even talk about them on the podcast. We're fine. We've been banished, excised, excommunicated. What's wrong? Kicked out. What's wrong about them? What's wrong? What's wrong with them? What happened? They lose a series. No, nobody's impressed. Who? Someone predicted. Someone predicted Heat and six. You know how many games you have to lose to win in six? Two. You know which team blew a 2-0 lead a couple years ago? The Bucks. Nobody's impressed by me just coming up with synonyms like that rapid fire. I see how it is. Anyway. Lost two road games. Now we're going back to South Beach, baby. We have the South Beach flu. The prime 112-itis. The Joe Stone Crab. It's a cold. No, just the Joe Stone, <laughs> Stone Crabs. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.